We're starting. Like I'm recording. Right now it's recording. Yeah. Hi guys. Welcome to Toasted and Rosie. Week three. Techni- uh, we'll do Te- week three. Technically. Episode three, week four. Yes. We had a brief hiatus last week, just scheduling issues and things like that. Life is crazy when you're in college, but we're like back. Well, yeah, we're juniors. We really we're grinding out here, uh, just like Mizzou football. I don't know if we want. I don't even want to talk about that. I know we still grind. And out then here. the Packers lost in basically the same fashion last night. All my friends at UGA, y'all are all you're still trash. My aunt, she had the audacity to text me talking about how Mizzou is some losers. I still love her. I still love you, but that was. I was kind of screwed. That's a little that was, savage. That was, yeah, that was pretty cold-blooded. But it's and be the Packers, way. the Packers are trash too. I lost in fantasy football because of them. But we'll think, get we'll we'll talk about that later. I think my brother had Aaron Rodgers on both of his fantasy teams. Really? We'll talk, we'll talk about that later. Like, yeah, man. All right, so we're here, Toaster Roasted. On Toaster Roasted every week, we take six trending topics in pop culture, break them down for you, and then decide whether they deserve to be toasted or roasted. I already know. All right, so I have three topics. Larry has three topics, and we're going to talk about them. Right do now. Want, do you want me to start? Go ahead. Ladies first. All right. We're recording this on Monday this week. Um, the Emmys were last night. So I was watching the Packer game, so I didn't get a chance to watch the Emmys. But I heard some pretty cool things that were happening. Um, what would you hear, Emma? I watched I watched like a little of the, like the pre-Emmys thing, and they were comparing the Emmys to – the Oscars and how Oscars so white was like a thing last year. Okay. And the Emmys is like, I think 18 or 20 out of the 73 main nominees or nominees in total. I don't know. Emmys have to do with like TV more. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to look up all the winners. Yeah. There's like too many shows to go around, you know? I know. And once you get into college, I don't watch, like I don't watch TV. Same. I don't either. If, if I'm watching TV, I'm watching football. Because football is religion. Because we're American. <laughs> all right. That's coming up later. <laughs> but the Emmys, um, first of all, do you know who Julia Louis-Dreyfus is? No. Did you ever watch Seinfeld? No. Okay. Well, she plays Elaine in Seinfeld, for those of you who have. Incredible. And she's gone on to do like other TV shows and stuff. And she won an Emmy last night. For what? For um, her show Veep. And it's like... Never heard of it. It's, I think it's a comedy about her being the vice president of the U.S. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, so it's about that, and she won it, and she gave, like, this super cool speech um, just about the show, and then she was like, this award is dedicated to my dad who died on Friday, and I was like, what? Whoa. Yeah, and it was, like, it was so touching and so, like, heartfelt, and it was really cute because she was, like... Crying? Yeah, she was, like, crying, and she was like, I'm just really glad that my dad liked the show because he's the, he, his opinion is the only one that mattered. That's real. I know. I was, like... That's awesome. I love when celebrities like take the time to use their acceptance speeches as for their family. For their family and like cool things like social awareness and I just I don't know. That There's is pretty clean. Like, a lot more you can say than thank you to the academy. And to God. Yeah. But like there was Kate McKinnon, do you know who she is? Nope. All right. Well, she's an actress on SNL and she was in the new Ghostbusters movie. Um she won for her Oh, the black chick? No, though. She was white. Oh, okay. Um, I know the black chick. She, she's she's done like hella like commercials she's so and funny. stuff. Yeah, well, she's follow her on Snapchat. She's hilarious on Snapchat. But um, Kate McKinnon won. She's an actress on SNL, and hers was like her acceptance speech was so funny. She was like, "Thank you to the Academy." Good sentence. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and just like I mean, there was other stuff, but she was like making fun of her how she like didn't know how to react to this, which was funny. 
But Game of Thrones won a record. Of course it did. Or broke a record. Of course it did. Um, with the highest number of any Emmy awards won by any fictional series, they have 38 Emmys in total. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones either. I feel like, no. once again, no disrespect if you watch Game of Thrones. It's just not for me. Like, I just, I'm, I'm not really into, like, sci-fi. Or not, it's not even sci-fi. It's, it's like, like It's like, yeah, fantasy, like, old, like, dragons and yeah. stuff. Like, I'm not really into all that. So, I don't really watch it, but that thing is killing it. Like, at, at my job, we're, we're literally basing a semester-long game off of Game of Thrones. That's awesome. That is, it, it, I have no idea how to go about it. I don't, like, I don't have, strictly, I know, I think, if I start watching it, I get wrapped up in it. Everybody has. But I don't have that time to dedicate to a TV show. Like, I just feel like they're too far into it now for me to even know where to begin. No Honestly, point of starting. Yeah. No point of even starting. Like, I just started uh, Parks and Rec. This is totally off. But I just started Parks and Rec. Larry, like, I love Parks and Rec. A month ago. I quite literally do too. It, <laughs> yes! I, I yes! love Parks and Rec. But did Parks and Rec win anything? No, because it's, it's been, it's camp, it's, it's been it's over. All, yeah, see, I'm so late to the game, I don't even know that. But it's like, so good. People, lately, a lot of people have been telling me I remind them of Leslie Nope, and I take that as, like, the highest form of compliment. Really? Yeah. I low-key see it. On the low, though. Okay. But, so, what else uh, interesting happened in the Emmys? Like, did did something that was not supposed to win, win? Um, that, did you ever watch the FX series on the OJ trial? Like of that course. Miniseries? That won like all of the awards in its category. Of course it did. It was amazing. That was super cool. I really liked that. that you know, um, I was actually like talking with my mom earlier um, in the summer because like OJ recently has had like hella shows about him and hella things yeah. about him. And I was always wondering like why. I was like, mom, why are they doing this? And they're like, because OJ next year is – like up for up for trial to see if he, if he can get out early. Oh really? Yeah. So. Because well, he's in. Prison they're just trying right to keep now. him in the pen. Free OJ. <laughs> he's in prison right Free now. Free OJ. For like stealing stuff, right? Yeah, stealing his memorabilia. Free OJ. All right. With that, our time is up for the Emmys. So free OJ, and I'm toasting them. All I I didn't watch them, but all of that I've heard from the Emmys has been awesome. I'll toast it just because. Same thing. Because yeah. I mean, I'm, seems like a fun night. I would have loved to watch it, but the Packers were on, and my dedication always goes to the Cheesehead side. But guess football. Yeah, football. Guess football. Yeah. All right. What's your topic? First topic, Larry. I'm starting off with the new wave that's potentially going to sweep the nation, and it will sweep the nation. It already converted a super droid person to an iPhone. Yes, I am talking about iOS. 10. I love iOS 10. iOS 10 is super clean. It is. It is what a 2016 cell phone should be. It is. I Okay. I downloaded it like last week toward the end of the week. Um, and I immediately loved it. And I texted like my mom and my brother. And I was like, you guys need to get iOS 10. And they were like, I've heard there's a lot of bad things with it. Like people's phones are crashing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that. but <laughs> Very great representation of your mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know my mom. Hey, Mrs. Reiner. Shout out to Paula. Um, but yeah, they were like, and I was like, I've had no problems. I have noticed that like some of the features are kind of slow, but obviously like what, um, just like if I, if I'm like doing something on my phone and somebody texts me and it pops up at the top and I pull it down to see it, like it takes a while for the message to show up. Interesting. That does not happen with me. So maybe it's just my phone and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they'll work out. I'm sure there's kinks and they'll work out. Oh, of course. But I love like all the features, especially like the messaging features where you can like send people 
slam messages and like confetti and stuff. That is like how do you so how cool. do you do that? You got to show me that after we're done with this. But okay. like, because Adam sent me um shout out to Adam. He sent me uh like fire a, a message with fireworks, and I was like, man, I got to do that. But iOS ten is so clean. Like I hate texting. Emma Emma knows I hate texting. Yes. Everyone who knows me knows I hate texting. If you want to reach me, call me, Pick Facetime me, Snapchat me. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put in work. You know what I mean. <laughs> And so, but iOS 10 makes me want to text. It is that, it's just so smooth, you know, like, like you can send secret messages and that can show up, yeah, like invisible, like invisible messages ink. and stuff. And you can like, if you turn your phone, like, so it's landscape mode, you can like write on it and it'll like be your handwriting. It's so cool. It's so freaking nice. I'm in a group chat with a few people and we spent like the entire first day of iOS 10 just sending all the different features like, we were literally talking about nothing. It'd be like, we would just say, hey, a bunch of times in all the different ways that you could. That is just amazing. And it's just, it's so nice. It's so, it's it's just so smooth. It does make it a lot, like I said, it makes it a lot like a droid. Like, that's what a lot of people are really upset about, especially the emojis. The emoji colors, it, it looks fake. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that droids, you know, were always roasted on. As well as, you know, their Snapchat videos, if, they, uh, if they're recording, it looks like a surveillance camera. Because droids are trash. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We, we're not really team droid. If you have a droid, just go ahead and convert to iPhone, like my, my boy Terrell Bodie. It's worth it. It's worth it for sure. And I think this kind of thing, like, anytime this happens when, like, a new phone comes out or, or operating system, this just makes me think, like, I can't live my life without a cell phone, which is so sad. But it, that's it's just, like, truth. that's it's how just, our world works today. Word. If you don't have a cell phone, you might as well be under a bridge. Using pigeons as we could bring mess- that back messenger pigeons. I don't think we can, cause uh, you know what was that? Birds birds carry something that's like swine flu. Bird um, flu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that. So I would rather not die. Yeah, that's true. I almost died this weekend. I didn't tell you that, but do you want to tell the story now? Or oh, might as well. Uh, it was four in the morning. I just got off work at Strange Donuts. Uh, I got a ride with my friend Lydia. This has nothing to do with iOS seven, but. Yeah. I mean, iOS 10 or the iPhone 7. Actually, it could with the iPhone 7 because I saw a girl with an iPhone 7. It looks like trash. But other than that, yes, um, we were driving down Rakori. Anyone who's not in Missouri, you don't know where Rakori is. It's an extremely when it's a snake road. So it's there's a ton scary. of a ton of turns, especially at night. You don't want to drive fast on it. You don't want to speed. Uh, my friend and I, for some reason, she did not fill up her tank. No. So we were on, we were on no. E, we were on E at four in the morning. I'm just trying uh. to get home so I can go to sleep. Like it was a long day of work. We're driving and the car basically like almost turns off right when we're about to turn. Yeah. So we um, almost fell what, off, like, but I didn't. The good Lord above was looking after me. Like how he's looking after me with this iOS 10. So Emma, are we toasting it or roasting it? I'm toasting it Got so to- hard. We're, we're, raise we're, a glass. Raise a glass. Raise your glasses. I don't up. have a glass with me, but I am raising my hand right now. We should have that pink song play right now. So raise a glass if you are wrong. There we go. We don't have the rights to it. Um, but yeah, I'm toasting it. All right. My second topic. Our, our dear friend. This is kind of an old topic, but I really want to talk about it. Our dear friend. Not our dear friend. I don't know why I'm referring to her. Is that Taylor Swift. Snake. Snakes in the grass. Snakes all gotta over. Keep it low. Snakes in the grass. Gotta um, keep it cut about a week short. and a half ago, she broke up with probably her millionth boyfriend, Might Tom Hiddleston. Well. Um, oh, so if you don't know that the story behind her romance with him 
Basically, she broke up with Calvin Harris and, like, two days later started dating him. Isn't that messed up? And people were like, what is going on? Like, this is so weird. She's and She's ru- she's ruthless. Mm-hmm. She is. And she's had um, tons of different boyfriends in the past. A million. And, ru- and wrote songs about all of them. She wrote... Literally looking it up right now. Terribly over my boy, John Mayer. Everyone okay. knows how I love John Mayer. I really do like their that song though that she wrote dear john it's a it's a really good song never heard it and i won't she slams john can't do it so let's see this is going backwards though shoot let's just name the ones that we do know harry styles harry styles tom hiddleston calvin harris joe jonas lucas till um john mayer john mayer jake gyllenhaal that's literally seven that's seven um high-end celebrities Pat or Patrick Schwarzenegger. Um, wow. Um, uh, all the ones that she had to write her first album for. There's like three different songs on her first like original album when she was 16 that are about three different boys. Of course it is. And I'm like, she's dated at least 15 people in her lifetime probably. Which is way too much. Like I, it is. It's normal for, you know, artists to write things about, like, their experiences. And so Taylor Swift, by being a thought, has many experiences. Yeah. And so maybe that's why she's put out so many albums. But another conspiracy theory behind this Taylor Swift-Tom Hiddleston breakup is that she puts out an album every two years. No In October. Way. Listen to this. Her last album came out in October of 2014. Oh, my God. What year is it, Larry? It is... Almost October of 2016. Yes. So a conspiracy theory about this relationship slash breakup is that it was all for a visual album. Like there have been people who have been like... She's really trying to ride this wave. She's taking Tom to places that she's gone with her past boyfriends wearing the exact same outfits that she's worn while she was there with her past boyfriends. So I'm really interested to see what happens when it comes... October. If she really drops a visual album, especially like with that dude, I'm gonna say it right now. It's not gonna be good. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, like I don't know what I. I I'm actually mad at the fact that she does do this to a bunch of celebrities, and it's known that she does it. And a lot of celebrities really they don't take any offense because they understand how like big Taylor Swift is. Obviously, she's huge. She's a pop. She's an icon. Yeah, she will be an icon. You know. F- for the rest of our lives, probably our kids' lives, honestly. And so, but for her to routinely do something like this, and then for her to put like a visual album, potentially a potential visual album, just... It makes her seem psychotic. It makes her just... I don't even know words. I have no... Yes, I have zero words. For the very first time, Larry has no words for this. All right, this is where our podcast ends. For real, I'm. I just. I need a break. Everyone needs a break from Taylor Swift, but she will not go away. She's a thought. I love her music. I have become less and less of a fan of her as a person and as a human, and I feel bad for that. But like, she's done it to herself. I. Ugh, her. My favorite music of hers is before, like maybe her Red Fearless. Speak Now album mm. era where she was like kind of country still, kind of poppy, and like still like a normal person. She's too gassed. That's back. that's that's the problem. 
She's too gassed. Yeah, when she, like, blew up and became the greatest pop star of, like, she's not because Beyonce is, but, like, one of the greatest pop stars of our generation, it's, like, she totally changed. And I feel I feel like I'm talking about her as I know, like, as if I know her personally. Right. And I'm just, like, I want the old Taylor back. But I do. I understand. Like, just, she she's just a, she definitely took on this idea of being, you know, a little sweet little darling. She was... She was the she was the country girl. She was cute. She was the girl next door, and she moved to NYC. She got gassed up. Now she's like a major icon. She is. I think she's bigger than. Never mind. Beyonce is. Beyonce's yeah. Beyonce's yeah. So Beyonce's bigger. too high. And see, that's the thing with the visual album. She drops the visual like Beyonce dropped a visual album to end all visual albums. Kanye started that, just so you know. But yeah, uh, Kanye started. Beyonce ended it. Taylor Swift, you can't jump in when it's already over. Beyonce's low key trash. Next segment. Are we toasting or roasting? I'm not even we're gonna definitely address that. Ro- we're definitely roasting Taylor Swift. Roasting. Use a snake. In the grass, in the and the thought in the music industry everywhere. I'm sorry, Taylor, but you're roasted. You can't be trusted. All right, Larry, what's your next topic? To stay in the music world, okay. the music industry. Uh, everyone knows how I love me some Kanye. Yeah, very much. And so. within the last week. Some terrible news has happened. Some terrible, Uh-oh. terrible, terrible news. <laughs> Do tell. Kanye West and Kid Cudi are fighting. Okay. I've heard of this a little bit, but I literally have no idea what oh my gosh. is going on. So can you explain? Yes. Kanye, ever since 808s and Heartbreak, which is... <sighs> Such a great album. It's an amazing album. It is the album that Kid Cudi has helped Kanye with the most. It is one of the most transformational albums of all time, literally, because it whole it created a whole subgenre of hip hop music. That's awesome. So, Kit Cudi and Kanye worked with each other endlessly on that album. Okay. Since that album, Kanye has had this thing where, when he is making music and when he's about to do his album, he has like a bunch, he has like thirty different people, like 25, 30 different people to have tiny little you know, uh, adjustments. They, they tweak things in the music so to make the music better, to maximize the music's potential. Okay. Um, Kid Cudi, recently, his music has been trash because, I honestly, I don't know. He's just, he's trying what? to do his own little thing. He, he, he made, like, a rock album. He made, he's a rapper, what? a rapper singer, and he put out, like, his last album was a rock album. I was about to ask if he has put out anything I would know, but I'm guessing recently, not. Recently, probably not. And so, but he's, Kid Cudi is about to release an album. Mm-hmm. And uh, during, you know, the last week, because Twitter is the greatest thing ever and it get, really gives celebrities an outlet, Kid Cudi went on this Kanye-esque rant and was yeah. like, you know, screw the people in the industry, screw the people who have like 30, pe- 30 different people and claim it as their own. So everyone was like, oh, he's talking about Kanye and he's talking about Drake. And so Kanye, in Kanye fashion, had a concert in Florida, and during a break, he went on a rant about yes. Kid Cudi. You could watch this all on video. He was really hurt. I was. It was funny, but it was really upsetting to see them fight because Kid Cudi and Kanye are two peas in a pod. Like really? they, I didn't know they were that close. They make the best music. And they're super close. 
Dang. Well, this sucks. So it's really sad for them to fight. Like, especially because uh, Kid Cudi... Kanye made Kid Cudi. Like, yeah. this isn't a fact. Like, this is a fact. This is not an opinion. Like, if you did not know Kid Cudi before Kanye, you didn't know Kid Cudi. You knew Kid Cudi after Kanye because everyone in good music helped create his albums. Mm-hmm. So consequently, when Kid Cudi loved good music, no one knows his music. And so for them to fight really just hurts the fans yeah. because they make beautiful... I'm about to, you know, Emma, I Th- want your opinion. Throw it on. I want, your, I want your opinions because we're about to go through a little a little rundown of all the beautiful songs that they have made together. Okay. What's we're like, starting off. Go ahead. What would you say is the most fam- famous Kid Cudi song that people would know? Day and Night. Oh, Day and Night. Yeah. I would say Day and Night. Um, soundtrack to My Life. Oh, that song that was in Party X. That, da, 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 da. I, I'm on the pursuit of, ha- pursuit of happiness. Oh. I'm on the pursuit yeah, that's that's a major one. We all we have "Welcome to Heartbreak" right here, major key. My favorite song off of 808s and Heartbreak. All he all he has is a brand new sports car. Kid Cudi's not that driving life. in the passenger seat. That like, sucks. It's like National Treasure. Can't stop having these visions. You know you got to get with it because they're just fighting. Uh, what a sad time in my life right now. We have obviously we have Father Stretch My Hands Part One. This this was the I'm vibing. Mid, it's it's just super sad. Like stuff like this is happening with Drake. You know, screw Drake. I'm not a huge <laughs> Drake fan. Like so, Cuddy coming for Drake's neck is no big deal to me. But, but this Kanye coming for Cuddy. Kanye coming back for Cuddy, and Cuddy coming for Kanye is kind of ridiculous. <gasps> yes. Like that is Kid Cuddy right there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just sad. This is awesome. Why? I know. Why does this? Why do? Why do the good die? Like, see, this is exactly how Malcolm died. What? Malcolm X. This is exactly how Malcolm X died. He had some of his followers shoot him because they turned against him. Kid Cudi, please don't hurt Kanye. Did you? You just don't, compared don't Kanye yes. West to Malcolm X? Yes, I did. Okay. That is toasted to roast it. I am definitely roasting this segment because we cannot have a Kid Cudi and Kanye West fight. I kind of want to toast it because I like celebrity drama, but I know that would hurt you and hurt our friendship probably. It would, so it wouldn't hurt our friendship, but it would definitely like hurt me. I'm gonna roast it too. I don't. Let's make the world a better place. Come on, for real. Like let's we, if, if we need Kanye, if we have Kanye fights. You know, we have them with Taylor Swift. Those are the only. Those accept- are the great. Those ones. are the acceptable fights. Yeah, those are great. Anything with Taylor Swift is just funny. <laughs> what a girl. Okay, my last topic. The NFL has started the past two weeks. And Larry and I are both huge fans. Um, Larry being from Atlanta. Falcons won yesterday. Yeah, and me being from Wisconsin, the Packers lost yesterday. So, um, did the Falcons win last week too? They did not, but. Who did they play? They played the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers got trashed. So, I'm really, like, I'm super excited about the Falcons. Shout out to Josue. Josue and I have literally, he, every single time, Every Sunday, I usually have to work, but this Sunday, I got a little glimpse of the Falcons game because they came because they traveled to the West Coast. Josue usually, you know, shoots me some text messages, gives me, you know, extra information, like what's actually happening. Not just the score, but like how we're looking, how okay. we're playing. What a friend. Matt Ryan. 
is the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Shut up. I Shut said up it. right now. I no, said do it. not. Do not. Matt Ryan is killing the league right now. Like the, you can't you can't ignore this. But Aaron Rodgers is like, trash. He fumbled three times yesterday. He played like trash. Matt, if you guys had Matt Ryan, you would have won. The Falcons won. They traveled to Oakland. Oakland is the best up-and-coming team. The Falcons took that dub, 35-28, in Oakland. Oakland is crazy. Straight out of Compton, some NWA mess happens there. They kill people. The Falcons have fans fighting each other because we're just that raw. The Falcons are making the playoffs. Next year, we're doing the Super, winning the Super Bowl. Book it. All right. Book it. You heard it here first, folks. Wait. So, like, not this season, but next season. Not this season. The Falcons will make because the playoffs this season. Because this season, the Packers season. are going to win the Super Bowl. I don't know about that. I think the Steelers will. They get a chance. And, like, I am just so disappointed after that game last night. The Packers were projected to win every game that they played this year, projected to win the Super Bowl. The Fal- they're, they're projected to go 16-0. There's no way. They were, like, favorite. I think they were favorited from here on out or something. I don't know. Wow. But, we're, like, the past few years, the Packers have been pretty incredible. They've been pretty – they've been nice. And it's scary to me to think that that could be on the decline. The Packers are the San Antonio Spurs of the NFL. Because I didn't – yeah, I didn't start following the Packers really for the until, like, a couple years later when I actually, like, understood fo- – or a couple years ago when I actually, like, understood football and stuff. And now I'm, like, in college to a point where I can actually, like, trash talk, have fun with it. Yeah. I trash talked to all my Minnesota friends all last week, and now I look like an idiot. They – I don't know how you took an L like that. And – the Packers, they just they just played horrible. They yeah. just played absolutely horrible. They should have kicked the field goal because if they would have kicked the field goal, they would kicked the field goal. I would have won in time. fantasy. And I like if any one out there goes to Mizzou and watches Mizzou football, I'm sure you guys do. You're our friends, but um, it was basically the same thing as the Mizzou game on Saturday. Like fumble, fumbles, interceptions, just not kicking field goals and. Makes me honestly so sad to talk about. But in in all of this, you know, euphoria and, and this sadness, yeah. we should really just take a second and step back and thank the good Lord above that football is back, that the NFL is back. Because when the NFL is not going on, I don't know about you guys, like bas- I love basketball too, it's just not the NFL. It doesn't give me that same hype because – You get a whole day, like you get a whole day out of – the week to stuff your face to just sit in front of the TV be and lazy. watch people play sports. It's acceptable to be a bum. Yeah, on Sundays you it definitely totally is. You go to church, you praise, you praise God. Pray for your team. You praise your team, low key in church. You know, everyone knows. Well, I know this is what I do. Uh, whenever I'm in church, and you know, you get those little uh, two to five minutes of of silent prayer. Mm-hmm. I pray for the Falcons every yeah. single Sunday. Got to. Why not? Because Atlanta's due. Atlanta's due for a championship in a sport. You We're show up, due. You show up to church at my parish back home in Wisconsin on a Sunday. I guarantee 95% of the people in that church will be wearing green and gold. Um, the priest will probably have a green thing on if it's like ordinary time. And he'll make a joke about it being green. Um and if we're at church during a game, the priest will give score updates throughout the mass. That's awesome. Like, football is a religion in Wisconsin. In America. Yeah, in America, but, like, you go to Lambo, it's, like, ridiculous. I've never been. I'm really... Whoa. That's a new one. Um, But I guess our time is up. <laughs> just drop my phone. You're just dropping your phone. It's okay. Just get that, out of that iPhone 7. No. 
oh my gosh, we're not even going to talk about that. But I love football, and I'm toasting it. We're definitely toasting the it. The NFL is back. We're raising our glasses again. This is what the fall and winter is about. It is. Not pumpkin spice lattes. Not, I don't have anything else. Bonfires. Bonfires rock, though. Bonfires low-key are clean, but, but actually, they're clean. not NFL. They're not the NFL. They're the NFL the is NFL. back, and this is our time to shine. I believe in you, Green Bay. Go, Paco. Larry. Rise up. Take us home this episode with your last topic. What you got? Emma, I mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. We're talking about fantasy football. Fantasy football. I don't play it. Fantasy football is the thing that everybody should play. I am in three different leagues. So you... All of them money leagues. So you have three different teams then, too. I have three different teams. It is very difficult to do. How do you keep track of all that? You literally spend... I probably spend, I would say, two hours a day on fantasy. Fantasy related. Like, I'm not always on the app, but I'm definitely scouting players. See, you really feel like a GM. That's the best thing. Like, fantasy really gives the people an opportunity to feel a, a part of the game. I think you, that's why that's obviously why it's so popular. Exactly. Especially when you can put, you know, money on it. Anything to make some money. And the Packers cost me two games. I'm so sorry. Two games. I Todd Gurley to has cost behalf. me two games. Your boy from UGA? My boy from UGA. He's Who does cost he play me for? Two. He plays for the Boo Boo Rams. Even though the Rams won yesterday against the Seahawks, nine to three. What? Yes. What a. That's why the NFL is amazing. Yes, the Rams on Monday Night Football laid an egg. Literally, did not score. They lost to the 49ers, twenty-eight to zero. 49ers are trash. So you're like, wow, the Rams are like a poo-poo platter. They're just absolutely poo. <laughs> you know. And for them to beat Seattle, and people are saying Seattle might go to the NF, might go to the Super Bowl. Out of the NFC. And for them to beat them 9-3, to mm, what a time. To be alive. But, yes, the Packers, like I said, if they would have kicked the freaking field goal, I would have won. Yeah, okay. We're here to talk about fantasy, not the Packers game. Sorry, we can't talk about that anymore. But, um, so if you have three teams in three different leagues, you, like, use one app, and can you keep track of all them at the same time? You have to, like – ESPN did this new thing where it has – one app for every single fantasy sport. Okay. So when if you have fantasy football, like you just click the football part of the app and all your team names come up. And so you just go to your team, you know, you got to check the waiver wire, you got to see who's who's playing who, who's playing who next week. What are the projections like even though projections are all bull? You got to look at matchups, you got to look at the players, mm-hmm. and then you put the best team out. I can honestly 100% confidently say I have the best team in all of my leagues. And nice. I am one and one, one and one, and oh and two. No. I have the best team in every single one. So for me to be taking these L's, not acceptable. I'm so that stinks. It's it's the worst. That's especially kind of embarrassing, I have actually. a I know. Loki, it is. But you know what? We're gonna make a, a crazy run. We're gonna win it all. From here on out. From here on out because so how much money do you win if you win each of your leagues? All right. Well, one of them was a $10 buy-in. One was a $5 buy-in. And one was a $45 buy-in. So you spent $60 on fantasy football. I did. Already. Yes. And you might lose that all. I might lose it all. 
But you you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. You got you play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Emphasis with the pencil smack on the counter. You play to win. I have to give I have to do something. I have to, you know, either send my players some tweets telling them, you know, step it up. To get their head out there, you know, because mm. we're not this is unacceptable. I understand. This is Kobe Fleener. I'm calling you out. What team? Kobe Fleener, tight end for the New Orleans Saints. You were supposed to be a major acquisition. All right, tweet this at him. Tweet, I should. Tweet this podcast. Tweet this episode. I will, I will tweet this at Kobe Fleener. Because Kobe, Kobe Fleener in two weeks That's has gotten me game. two total points. That's sad. That's horrible. You know who his quarterback is? Hmm. Drew, Drew Brees. Brees. Okay, Emma. I know some quarterbacks. Okay. Drew Brees, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's trash. Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford's straight. I think Sam Bradford's better than Dude, Teddy Sam Bradford's cute. Um, <laughs> who's the Lions quarterback? Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. He also went to UGA. Um, there's a lot of quarterbacks I don't know, I feel like, though, too. Because who the Bronco has, like, their 50th string quarterback in. Broncos are trash. Um, but they're 2-0, though, so you can't, you can't really hate on them. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the Falcons are going to beat them, though, at in Denver. The Falcons will beat the, – the Falcons are just winning it all. And I'm, you know what? I have Julio Jones. Julio, just like uh, the, the god that he is, always gets me, you know, double-digit points. Always gets me – so far, he's gotten me, you know, 13 points and above in okay. two weeks. And he's hurt. What a monster. What a monster. <laughs> and who's throwing he's him the rock? Monster. Matt freaking Ryan. And who's, and who's running the rock? Tevin Coleman and, and Devontae Freeman. That's right. We have a two-headed monster. I would, if you are on fantasy, pick up Matt Ryan, Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman, and Julio Jones. And that was fantasy tips from Larry. But it's time to toast it or roast it. We're definitely toasting this. I guess I'll toast it. I don't really have an opinion about it, but. Fantasy football is the greatest thing ever. I know. It's a big part of lots of people's lives, so I'll give them the toast. All right. Well, that's what we have for you guys this week. Hopefully our lives will get a less crazy and we'll have some more time to record and put out episodes for you. Thanks for sticking with us after last week's hiatus. You know what we're here to do. And with that, we're going to leave you with this amazing church sound from my boy, Samuel L. Jackson. Have a great week. All right. We'll see you next week, guys.